Okay, so today's Vad, we're going to do the Elui Nishmat Eliyahu Ben Ivan, Rabbi Eliyahu Zachi, who passed away last night. Neshama Shav Aliyah, Meshbocha Shav Nechoma. Okay, so now we have um, big work ahead of us. It's Tshuva, and we're leading up to Yom Kippur. We need to do the avoid the properly lefnei Hashem Tataru. Okay, so it's a massive sugya. Tshuva is a big sugya. Yom Kippur is a big sugya. These are all big sugyas. And if we don't take a derech and a mahalach, what to do? Then it's going to be very confusing. Okay, so we're going to try to take a derech, mainly based around Rabbi Ruchim. We have to follow what the Moshe Atayra. And what the G'dayle Ador put forth for us, what's the work? Okay, even though there is a lot of coolers in their words, but they knew what they were talking about. But don't think that the Avoid is easy either. With the coolers, there's a work. Then we're going to try to dehere it and understand it and see how to, how to practically put it together. So again, we're not going to rush. We're going to go your side by your side. Until hopefully before Yom Kippur we'll be able to have something clear. And uh, if it's necessary, if the time is getting too close to Yom Kippur, I'll make additional vaden, not just one, okay? So the first thing I want to start off with, there's a maimah from Rabbi Rucham that was really written after Yom Kippur. It's called Gimel Yesoides Achar Yom Kippur. So he gave the Shmuz Moitzah Yom Kippur, that's what it says over here. Okay? So now, we want to learn it anyway before Yom Kippur, so we hop a few things, a few important things. Okay? So he says that, three, he has three Yisaitis, we'll take a little bit from that. Okay? So he says like this. He gives a marshal first. He explains that, We'll start off with his marshal. He says, <coughs> When the economy is very weak, <coughs> people don't have cash to spend. So there's going to be a recession. The economy is going to collapse. Very dangerous situation. So what do they do? So they say, what they do is they work off credit. In order for the, for the goods to keep moving out, they sell it based on credit. They don't ask you to pay up right away. So it says, Kein be'inin ayoyim ha'kipurim shalonu. Meaning, we're really going to make a very small down payment on Yom Kippur. We're not going to do much. And mainly the slicha, mechila v'chapora, is going to come b'derech credit. The Kodesh Baruch is going to give us a lot more than what we're actually paying for b'shas maizah. Okay? Maybe we're just doing a maizah kinyan. We still have a lot to pay. Now he's saying this, Benegea, his shmuz, 
is benegeya that don't think that once Yom Kippur is finished, you can go back to sleep. Because now you got to pay. There's a work to do. That's the point of his shmuz over here, is to say that the avoider goes throughout the year. But what we need for a moment is benegeya, the pressure of the work. The Rabbi Rucham is going to give us like an avoider, which is only a down payment or a maizekinian or a haschola in order to get a credit. That's a very important thing to know when we're going into this avoida. Obviously, it's equally important to know that we have to continue Yom Kippur afterwards. He says like this. Here's a very important point which we're going to work on. He says, We're not coming with cash, not even with one penny. If we would come with all the Gidriya Tshuva, Hainaim Harata Gemura Vachulu, Azaya Nikra Zor Shabanu Bemizumanim Liyoim Hashokagod. If we would come with all the Khalkya Tshuva, with all the Pratim of the Khalkya Tshuva, the Gabi, all our Averis, you know, that would be a guy coming with a lot of cash, going to the big Shuk and buying what he wants with cash. Okay, Asherak as who hayorid There's one day that is open to buy merchandise. And one day, so if you're coming with all the pratim of tshuva, so you're coming with cash to buy whatever you want to buy. Aval mechaz Hashem This is a very important yisoyin. Because is like a melech. A melech wants the, the, the kiyum ha'am. He's right to be kiyum ha'am. And he's right to be kiyum ha'olam. Who knows in schoyro gamala kofa. He's willing to give us mechila, slicha, kapora, taira, shefa, brocha, what you want. It's all on the cheshben of account. On the account. Ha'kofa. Ma kofa. So what is the hakafa? Kabola greater, beloy charata afilu to accept upon ourselves even without a charata. Afki oidloy bol lemadregas hatshuvim charata. Yachol gam kein liknois schoyra. Yaslicha biyoyim akipurim. The whole shar mine atzlocha shayoyim akipurim choinen oisono berak the kabola great. Now we're going to talk about kabola more. We have to work on kabola, but. This is something that Rabbi Rucham in a different sefer in Das Torah brings down from Chaim Shmuel that the Oilam makes a mistake and they put the Dugish on the Tuffel instead of the Ikka. They put the, the, the Dugish, they put the stress on the crying, on the Viduyim, on Yom Kippur, but they don't put the stress on the main thing which is the Kabbalah. Okay, so we're going to have to understand what the crying is and what the davening is. We, we have to explain everything. Everything needs an explanation. But you have to come with a Kabbalah, and then we have to understand more how Kabbalah works. Okay? So I'm going to go into that and start to build up the sugya. But this is a yisoid. Yisoid is, we're coming with something, whatever that little something is. That's something which is going to be connected with Kabbalah. And that's going to give us the schus to get the schichel, mechil, v'chapora that Yom Kippur gives us. Okay, that's the first you say that we have to have clear. Later on he goes into this, he says, 
that uh, Kabbalah has to be authentic, has to be real. You can't fake Hashem. You can't trick Him. He knows exactly if it's genuine. Okay, we'll see. We'll learn all the Pratim of it. Before I go a little further, I just want to go to another piece that Rabbi Rucham says, which is also a very important piece. Extremely important piece to know before we go into this whole thing. Rabbi Rucham says like this. Quotes the Chazal, that the Chazal say about Tzadikim Gemurim Nechtovim Benechtovim Laalta Lachayim. So he asks a question. Ech Yitachen Lekroi Tzadikim Gemurim how could you call a guy Tzadik Gomor? It says that all you have to have is Ruboy Zechuyas. How could you call a guy who's a Tzadik Gomor if he only has Ruboy Zechuyas? He has 51% Zechuyas and 49% Averis. How do you call him a Tzadik Gomor? The Gam Kosha. Lama Rishoyim Nechtovim Yad Lamisa. So we know also the halacha is. That if a person is in Russia, that means he has Rav Averis, he's written La'alta Lamisa. Why? Give him a chance to do Tshuva, just like the Benedim. Why does the Russia lose his chance to do Tshuva? So there's two kashas. Kasha number one is, how do you call somebody a Tzadik Gomor to be nichtav La'alta Lachayim if he also has Averis? Second question. The Russia, which is Rav Averis, why does he lose the opportunity to do tshuva? Why does only the Benini have the right to do tshuva? So this is Rabbi Yochum's Yisai. El al-Kochach, Shereshoyim gemurim ena kavonho ala noshim sheyesh lehem rak harbe chatoyim. When we say Rishoyim gemurim, we're not talking about people that they just the point is they have a lot of averes. Ki lama lo yamtinu lehem ad yom ha-kipurim. If a guy has a lot of averes, let him go to Yom Kippur to do tshuva. What's the problem? Rosh means that HaKadosh Baruch looks at him and touches him up and gives him a label of a person who will never come to Tshuva, ever. So sometimes the Torah sees that it's better to take a person out where he's at now. He does have some mitzvahs, he has something. This guy's going on a path that this guy's at a point of no return. So he's only going worse and worse. That's what Rosh Gombo means. He just has no, he's zikr not doing tshuva. So the chesed that Hashem is doing with him is Putting him into the safe of Misa. Tzadikim Shinisku Khan says Rabbi Ruchim. Hey Manoshim Shyeshma Mida Satchuva. They have a Mida of Chuva. Mida Satchuva means they're looking constantly to grow. We'll see, he brings it out a little bit better. Raklabainanim Mamtinim, ki eightslam habhiru liyoiz bali chuva loy. So he says when when it says Bainanim atuluyim vaimdim im yasu chuva, doesn't necessarily mean chuva gemuru. Means they're going to get on the path of tshuva. That's all. If the tzaddik himself is just the guy who's on the path of tshuva, Hagami has averis. He's a tzaddik. He's nechtav l'mechlechayim because he's on the path. He has this mida called tshuva, which we'll talk about in a minute. The benoni still is in the position where he's able to get on that path. 
So that's what we're waiting for him to get on the path. And the Russian government means the guy is vadeh not on that path, and he's not getting on that path. Okay, that's what Ruchum's touch. So it doesn't mean that you have to be a tzaddik gomu. Okay, so he says like this. Right? He says what shy? It says that tshuva came before the world was created. The child is how is it shaykh? What was the Indian of tshuva before there's even a chet? Achmikan raya. Tshuva is a certain approach, according to Rabbi Rucham. It's not the etzem connected with the Averis per se. I try to masturbate a little bit what he's saying. He brings another chazal that says, that When you learn Torah, it's to bring you to Tshuva Maisim Tov. Or should be with tshuva ma'isim type has to come into action, right? But 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 you didn't do any averes yet. So what does that mean, tshuva? So Rabbi Yerucham learns that tshuva is really a mida in a person to try to get close to Hashem. It means a person as neshama was very close to Hashem. Now it was sent far away into a world that's alien from Hashem with so many different. Uh, Mechitzas and barriers and things that are blocking a person. So truth is a certain drive within a person to go back to his origin, to his to his original state of being close to Hashem, and it's the driving force actually behind his Torah mitzvahs, which is a whole sugi in itself. But Rabbi Yehuda learns that tshuva is a midah that's operative within a person, which fortifies his Torah mitzvahs. Which doesn't allow him to sin in the first place even. And it helps him uh, do the mitzvahs in a, in a proper way, in a correct way. So tshuva happens to be, we also use it after the chet too. But tshuva be'etzem is a midah. So what he's trying to say is that the point is, he said it very deep, I'm going to one more paragraph and I'll masbe a little better. He says, She'amaskel yovin, even though there's many different types of Averis, Yetzirah only has one intention. He uses different Mahalchem, different Pratim, but it's really one intention. The one intention is to make the person far from Hashem. Okay? Kavonas Yetzirah ain't Averis Atzman. It's not the sin itself. There's a mimer actually from Rabbi Miller, a very deep mimer in his Sefer Shari Oira where he talks about this point. He says the main, a person came to this world for a reason. The reason is to perfect himself. Perfection means you become closer and closer to Hashem. Right? That's the purpose of life. So he says the main emphasis the Yetzirah has on a person is that he should not get close. should not reach Lamus. He shouldn't get close. That's his main thing. Not Averis. It's not the Ekazach. The main thing is not Averis. The main thing is a person not to get close. So much so that even the Yetzirah will allow a person to protect himself from doing Averis, but he won't allow him to sit and learn and to do mitzvah's essay in a way that he could grow 
You won't allow him to work on Emuna, Betochen, recognizing the Chesed of Hashem. Why? Because those are all Pu'ulas that bring you close. That's the main Aver, the main emphasis of the Yetzar. Agav, Averas also make you further. So the purpose of getting you to do an Aver is not the Aver itself, but it's to create the Rechuk. That's the point. So if that's the Yisoyed of Yetzahara, so then the Yisoyed of Tshuva is the protection which is a driving force and it's a certain approach to life that makes a person want to get closer to Hashem. So what he's saying is, in other words, the din of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which is based on Tzadikim Roshayim, is basically what program of life are you on, which are you on a, in, a, in a program of growing, of moving towards the Kirva Salikim. That's really what it is. That's the din. So again, so we have two coolers already. We learned in Rabbi Rucham today. Is that number one, the the slicha mechila b'chapora and the tahara and everything that comes out of Yom Kippur is bahakafa. That means you don't even have to put down one penny. He says you get it by credit. Obviously, there's something you have to do to get the credit. And the credit you have to do to get the credit, he says, kabbalah, which we have to talk about what that means. Kabbalah. The second thing we're learning today is that it's not about a count-up of behaviors. The tzaddikim gemurim that we're talking about over here, to get chayim and to get all the ashpoh, doesn't mean how many behaviors you have. It means, are you closer to the midah of tshuva? Closer to the midah of tshuva means, are you in the direction of growth? Getting closer to Hashem? Or... Are you on a different program and you're not getting close to Hashem? That's the mida that we're trying to work on. So this, this is the haschola. There's a lot to, to learn still, a lot. Until we can get finally, finally to the end. And we try to figure out, like we said before, Reb Chaim Velozhna, Rabbi Ruchim brings in Das that Reb Chaim said, the world puts the emphasis on the tafel, not the ikka. They put the emphasis on the tsaoka, on the tainas, on the crying, but they don't put the, the emphasis on the ikr, which is the change, the Kabbalah. We'll see how much of a Kabbalah you have to do, maybe not a lot, but we have to put an emphasis on that, and we have to understand the lumbus, how it works. Because we know from the Sosalant, you have to make a Kabbalah Kitana, which we're going to talk about. We have to understand the lumbus of that. How does that work? And how is that the first step in tshuva? And how is that supposed to, because Rabbi Yuchum is saying a very deep thing. He's saying, when you get something on credit, means you have to pay later. Credit doesn't mean that you get it for free, and that it's for free. That's not free. It's credit. Credit means you have to pay. So obviously, the Kabbalah, which was the thing that got you the credit, also has to be the thing that is the driving force to help you to pay. So we have to see how that works, because if I made a small Kabbalah, how does that help me grow? So all this lumdus we have to basbir, it's not going to take one vat, obviously. So we have to get it clear. We're going to stop here for today. Okay?